I just don't know what I'm going to say. Lord knows I don't know how I'm going to get through this. I mean, all our humiliation to know that Daddy Bud just up and died, knowing that you never made nothing of yourself, Junior. Never. Lord knows it's going to be sad sitting there thinking how Daddy Bud died, knowing that we had to sell everything to move into that god-awful trailer to pay off that big old dream of yours. Mm-hmm. Maybe you ought to set that to music, Sharice. I mean, I'm sure it should bring a tear to everybody's eye. I believe I was just stating the facts, Junior. I loved him, too. He was like my own daddy. And you know something else, Junior? I was just sitting here thinking to myself, your family never loved me. Never. They're just looking down on us right now, just having themselves a good old laugh. Ha, ha, ha. Whoever thought of a machine that cleans parking lots? I mean, really. All our money just right down the crapper. Whoosh! Just gone. And you know what? I could have been a professional. You know, I had talent. Talent? <laughs> oh, and let me tell you something else, Mr. Funny Man. I could have been lap-tied to your cousin Teddy Wayne Slocum and been the wife of a lawyer. Keep pushing it, Sharice. But oh no, I couldn't think about myself. Mm-mm. I had to listen to my foolish heart and get married to a fool. A dreamer that spent all our money on a dream. I'm gonna kill us, Sharice. Oh, please. I'm gonna kill us. I'm gonna kill you us. You ain't gonna kill nobody. <laughs> I'm gonna kill us. I'm gonna kill us. Shut up. Just shut up, all right? My daddy just died. Can you understand that? My daddy just died. I'm 33 years old. I'm dead broke. I got no money, no job, no prospects, three kids, and worst of all, I'm married to you. Now just shut it up. Just shut up. I swear my hand for God, you say one more word about parking lots, I will kill you. And me too. You got that? Do you got that? You're going to have to get a job and buy some bullets first, Junior. Put that thing away. Put it away. How dare you pull that out in front of these kids? <laughs> <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> yes! That movie is hilarious. Yes! We almost didn't get the show started because we wanted to finish to watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> you already know what it is, y'all. That was... Kingdom Come. That was yeah. just a snippet. That is a movie for the ages. It really is. Ugh. It really is. The, the movie is just a classic. Every line is hilarious. I kept rewinding it back in. Yeah. Patrick was like, bitch, you can't. I have to go. I have something to write <laughs> later tonight. Rewinding it back. And I'm just like, ah, it's just so funny. Yes. I and, love you, and you have to hear it twice or three times when she's in the funeral home. Ooh, did what I drop something? What was it? Merlene. Merlene. <laughs> Yo, we all know Merlene. Yes. Who's about her money. She But we'll give said, you the Christian comfort. <laughs> With a Christ-like sensitivity. Yes. <laughs> she was selling them motherfucking uh, um, caskets. Okay. And, and uh, all them caskets were sitting there services. on her wrist. You saw her. She was blinging. They were. She was. She Merlene was had blinging. Money. And them nails were done. Done. Hair laid. She had the... Um, you know, you know how back in the day the ladies used to get the little curl at the bottom. Yes, of the, like the you know boot, Southern style. Little... <laughs> I'll be back tomorrow for the funeral books. Right, all right, <laughs> all right. Everything is just real smooth, and she take her time with everything, mm-hmm. <laughs> including her response. She inspires me to be a Southern belle. So, yeah, wow. Oh, that's cute. Well, and and I'm I'm glad we did that skit. Um, this is our twenty fifth. 
official yes. episode. 25. We live. 25. So we, we, we live. We're, we're certainly happy about that, but we figured it would be appropriate since that is our favorite movie <laughs> and we always shouting them out. Yeah. It would only be appropriate to open the 25th episode. And 25 feels so good. We <laughs> made does. it to 25 episodes. That's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy in a sense that it seems like it kind of came quickly. Mm-hmm. Like we literally um, started yesterday. Like we just started. And it's also crazy as in, um, wow, it's just been such a great experience. Mm-hmm. And um, But we'll, we'll get into all of that. We will, because this is our... These are our reflections. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was It's our reflection episode. Oh, kind of, okay. you know? Yeah, you just drop in... Um, Confession. No, I'm a remix you're... it. Okay. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to another week of the Hung Up Podcast. Yes, chickens. Where, <laughs> where, what? What should we say? Where you may try to kill us, okay? <laughs> or you may have, what, thrown our money down the crapper? Whoosh. Right, right. You could have been... Married to Teddy Wayne Slocum. Okay, you could have been married to Teddy Wayne, <laughs> the rich Slocum. <laughs> Where you may, you may kill us, you may kill us, you may kill us if we say one more word. Yes. About parking lots. <laughs> but we will never hang up. On we'll you. never hang up on you yes. if you create machines that clean parking lots. Yeah. We won't hang up on we you. We won't hang up on you. Sharice might. She did. She, okay. <laughs> she walked away from the phone. And to see Cherise hang up on that, make sure you check out Kingdom Come, yes, everybody. Yes, weekly <laughs> reminder, if you have not watched Kingdom Come yet, you know, I really just don't know what else to tell you. Like, you are missing out on a blessing. For real. It's a great movie. Yes, sir. Well, I'm E, as always. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter mm-hmm. at E Dante Cole. Yes, and I am P. Ryan. You can find me on Instagram and the Twitter at I-A-M-P-R-Y-A-N. And you guys already know you can find us both at Hung Up Pod, H U N G U P P O D, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Yes. And don't forget to email us um, at hunguppod at gmail.com. <laughs> and um, thank you all for your rates and reviews. We really appreciate seeing so that. So grateful. Yeah. yeah. 25 probably wouldn't have happened without them. Like, it keeps us going. It does. It really does. Everyone that listens, um, we, we really appreciate y'all. Yeah. And um, continue to rate and review us on Apple Podcast and on Google Play. Yes. And comment on the SoundCloud ah, that's so that right. we can keep up engagement. Yeah. And comment on Facebook, too. For sure. Because it's cute. <laughs> so, Boo Boo, episode 25. Yeah, How are you? What's wow. been going on? Episode 25. I, I feel like we actually haven't spoken <clears throat> much this week. So now, like, our check in is like a real check in. It, it really is. Yeah. Um, it's been a tough week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was It was long. It was, it was a little stressful. Um, it was dark. <laughs> you know, we all leap forward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it gets dark at. About uh, 6 30, 7 o'clock now here in Philly. So um, it was also very cold. <laughs> and it's going to be colder this weekend. It's supposed to be in Apparently the 20s. It's supposed to be like freezing tomorrow. So that's why I'm trying to get home to run tonight because yeah. Lord knows I will not be out of nobody's bedroom. It's tomorrow. going to like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's going to be crazy. I was watching the news last night and they were saying like this winter like blast. Wow. Blah, I think blah, blah. it's how they described it. Mercy. It's being pushed down to us. So it's going to be cold as fuck this weekend. Cuddle season. <laughs> it is. It is. 
Um, but you know, needless to say, after I got my my hair cut this week, I felt like a new man. Yeah. And you know, you got a new attitude. <laughs> <laughs> and not too many people like notice when I have haircuts because uh, you know I have my hair kind of covering it, but mm-hmm. a few people did. So shout out to y'all. <laughs> um, you know, when I go get my haircuts, it's just nice to get a little recognition. Mm-hmm. Cause I got all this hair on my head now. You but all don't can't call you see. a hairhead. What did you say? <laughs> you got hair on your head, but don't cut your hair out. Do you remember um, Andy Milanakis? I got cheese on my head, but oh, don't call shit. me a cheese head. Bruce Lee's on my head, but yes. don't call me a Lee head. <laughs> Please excuse me. I got to get my tree fed. <laughs> P. Ryan. Oh, I love you, Andy. Where you at? <laughs> um... What else happened this week? Um, Earlier this week, uh, Sterling, uh, shout out to Sterling. He Uh actually connected me with someone I met a couple of years ago when I was doing some community service out here in in these Philly streets. Um, This guy had an amazing story, and I actually want to interview him for a future show. I kind of talked to you about it a little bit. I'm here for it. Um, I'm going to have to bring my tissues, though, that day, but... Yeah. It's going to be a great episode. I don't, we're not even going to spill the beans and talk about what it's going to be about, but you guys are going to love it. But this is kind of major. This is going to be a special episode because, as you guys have probably recognized by now, we have not had any guests on our show as of yet. We're saving ourselves. We are saving ourselves. You get check out. Oh, shout out to our episode about Devon. Yeah. And okay, <laughs> did y'all listen though? Because we surely tagged you. We should tag them again. We're gonna do a throwback Thursday and tag them this week too, yes. in case they missed it. All right, shout out for saving yourself. We're definitely doing that. So um, I touched base with him. Um, so shout out to him. We'll be talking about him and with him a little bit more soon. And um, lastly, for my check-in, I just really wanted to shout out you. Um, your line, Gridlock, um, as well as my best friend back home, Tracy, everyone who's celebrating a Greek anniversary this week Thank or past you. week. Shout out to y'all. So Thank you. you are officially one. How does it feel? It feels amazing, but all I can say from that night is that that was not bread pudding or banana pudding. <laughs> were you there for that? You were there. See, that just shows you how the night went. Everybody take note because Eric was there. What, not, what, where? The anniversary celebration for me and my line. Oh, in North Philly. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's where it was. Oh, wait. Do you remember that? Is this banana pudding? That banana pudding oh. was the bomb. Oh, but it wasn't banana pudding. <laughs> banana pudding was the bomb. Listen, you know, the bomb. It had some special uh, ingredients. I don't know what it had in it. All I know is. It was black. When you. Feels like heaven. That was right on time. That is so what's up. (laughs) So besides um, specialized uh, banana pudding this week, how was your how was your week? Um, My week was good. I did hang out with my line. We celebrated our alphaversary, which was amazing. Um, You guys look so awesome when you guys are together. Okay, get into them boots. You guys are okay. The photos, I mean, they're great. I I love them. I love them. Y'all the bomb. Um, other than that, I'm just going to give a little taste. I think my week was fabulous. It was absolutely amazing. Um, it was very eye-opening. I had an experience that I'm probably going to touch on next week um, to kind of set the foundation for our conversation. But um, this event in particular really just reminded me. I think so many times we question like what we deserve, what we're willing to take, what we kind of want out of life. And this not only reminded me of what I deserved or the thing that I went through, not only reminded me of what I deserved, but it 
I don't know. It kind of gave me just a different perspective on what my expert my expectations were. Mm. Wow. And how flexible I really am. And I showed myself that I'm actually quite flexible. So I don't. I know this is sound so. It sounds so vague, but figuratively and literally, right? Okay, because these splits work. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Hashtag take a drink. Every we time just need to put okay. that right on out there because we know we we gonna get yeah. P Ryan a man. You just might. We gonna we gonna, <laughs> but not just any man. Like we gonna we're, we we're gonna get is it's gonna be. I mean, again, let's go back to the Bible verse. I'm not pressed, but I enjoy companionship. I feel let's like, say that. I got you. Can't wait for next week, guys. Stay tuned. <laughs> Wow, that is what's up. Yes, that is. That's what's up. 25th episode. So let's jump into it, right? Let's jump into it. We said this week was going to be kind of special. It's because it's really not structured. We're just going to go down memory lane, jump into the hun pop. Hun pop? Ooh, give me. (laughs) This episode was brought to you by Merlats. Okay. But it's yeah. really good too. I got a different brand. I don't think we've ever had this before. That's the one I get. We're not going to shout the brand out, but have we gotten? Yeah, we that's have. The one okay, I get. all right. Well, it's good. I'm here for it. It, it works is really good. It works. Okay, it's really good. Um, but yeah, this let's just kind of reflect because I think it's so easy to say, okay, we've reached this milestone. We've reached 25 episodes. Let's just move on and keep going. But why not? really just take a moment to reflect on all that we've really done be present yeah oh yeah (laughs) give yourself time listen y'all we're taking our own advice just so y'all know (laughs) go ahead do it i like it i'm oprah winfrey (laughs) and i believe the best gift you can give yourself is time time. (laughs) we love you oprah also oh my gosh that's not the hung music yet i was gonna say hold on that's fine Over you bless me, girl. Just hold it okay? for a little bit you and really we're going to get there. <laughs> so let's just jump into it. <laughs> Reflecting on 25 episodes, what were some of your favorites? Uh, you know this is so hard. It like, is. Because all of them, when you look back and listen back, you start to laugh and you start to be like, oh, this is good, this is good, this is good. Yeah, every, every episode, of course, has a special place in my heart. But um, favorite episodes, first one that came to mind was Daddy Lessons. Um, that was a really special episode for me because I love my dad <laughs> and we've been through, um, you know, you know, some challenges um, together and separately. And um, we, we hold each other down um, and, we, and we keep each other motivated. So that that was definitely one of my favorite episodes. Um, I really like that we kind of had this flat platform to talk about the fluidity of male sexuality and mm. how our identities um kind of on a spectrum right kind of like representing the rainbow like there's a whole like wide spectrum it's not just one thing i really enjoy that um so are you mass bro you feeling bi bro the dl combo (laughs) we have (laughs) themes okay (laughs) those three episodes were certainly my favorite as well um and i in 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 recently i don't make it machines um I think that was your topic for that for that show. I really, you know, I, I really like that. We incorporate a lot into um, what we talk about, but wellness and spirituality. I think, and I just said it. You know, we it helps us, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, and, and we hope that it helps you guys that are listening, and you can digest it, and you know, find ways to incorporate it and apply it to your life. Um, and if you don't, and that's okay too. Um, but just know that you know this is you know food for us too. You know, 
so, so what was it? Uh, chicken, chicken soup. Chicken soup soul? for the teenage soul? For the soul? Don't do it. Yeah. Because okay. <laughs> <laughs> that sure. was a book. Those were books. Okay. Books. Yes. Those were books. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so, what say you when you when you think about twenty five? What, what episodes stand out to you? I think all the episodes are hella dope, right? <clears throat> but I don't know. I guess I'm like sentimental with some. I think our first episode, not the episode where we started counting one, but kind of our origin story. Uh, when we talked about Black, Greek, and gay and like where it all started off was amazing, right? Because we were yeah. both nervous to come together and even try taping with each other. We talked about a topic that we were also a little antsy about putting on like a public forum and I really we think got it, some balls yo we really did <laughs> and then we talked about it afterwards like we nervous as fuck nervous as fuck but we're gonna go and do like, this what like what is this actually gonna do this topic yeah yeah <laughs> but we did it we did it and it's you know fate had it that we just came together and then started something over and over again um another two that I absolutely loved where they're like back down memory lane yeah. The, it was ones, like a two part it was a two part that we had when yeah. I was actually away but we recorded them and you know just to be transparent we recorded them in like one night right we did I forgot about that because you think, had to go <laughs> I did have to you go you had to go to the motherland but then <laughs> I really had to go but it was it was beautiful because I think in those two recording sessions in those two moments we reached a level of openness that I don't think we had before. Mm-hmm. Or like, I think we were just scratching the surface of before. And to, I think when that moment I opened up, because we talked about the coming out story. Yeah, the coming out the story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're right. I and it led us you. to just like deeper conversations, not just on the show, but I think mm. outside of the show. And I also believe that, and I wholeheartedly believe this, that after that point, it was kind of a turning point for the show, right? It was a whole bunch of kind of like figuring things out. And we're still figuring things out, don't get me wrong, but I think we really solidified what we're about and like the topics that we're willing to talk about and the like heights that we're willing to to reach and the depths that we're actually willing to go to be whole people. Yes. I don't know, I really, I really love it. Wow. Yeah. Did not even think of it that way, but that is, wow. Yeah, a couple honorable mentions. The one with Yama, super vulnerable. Um, yeah, just talking about you know power dynamics and the boys don't cry episode. Yeah, assault and just like you know all of that, and really the last two episodes that we had previously, right? So the Devon and the Oprah episode, which we both had a hand in constructing. I think you know we laugh sometimes and say like, oh, you need to listen to the Super Soul episode, or like you know we're all about healing, but. Those, those two topics, I feel also just brought something out of us. Brought like not only a transparency, but like a, a dedication to really thinking about where we are in life. I was gonna say it forced us to dig deeper mm-hmm, than mm-hmm. what we're used to yeah. or what we're comfortable with, um, and. We're really like, and, we're, and, and while we're taping this stuff, you guys, we're literally like looking at each other, yeah, it's a and we're figuring this out. We're yeah. having like a conversation, and, and we're we don't have it figured out, right? Because we could feel one way in one moment, and then feel a completely different way in another. Yeah. Also, I know this is like kind of iffy, 
the conversation where we butted heads. Which one was that? Did that was, was that the Don't Cry? Yeah. It yeah, was yeah. actually the same episode. S- same one. I think that was Wasn't amazing. It? I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta do my research. <laughs> I think it was. I but think I think it was. it was super dope because it showed me that just not even as a podcast partner, but as a friend, we can disagree or not understand, but then kind of rewind back and be like, what happened you know yeah. so I guess it was that episode and the one after I, yeah. all of them are my favorites yeah, I don't even two, know what to say right because yeah. we we did the work right we came back we had a discussion mm-hmm. um, but we wanted to share that discussion with you all because clearly we shared the um, disagreement with you all and yeah. you heard that so yeah. we we wanted to you know in an effort to you know be transparent come back and, and just talk about the work that we did to figure that shit out because we love each other enough and we love our friendship and we value our friendship enough to know that, listen, and there's going to be times where we disagree. It's going to be times where I'm going to get on your fucking nerves and it's going to be times where you get yeah. on mine. Like, <laughs> like, no, like you haven't yet. But, okay. I think, <laughs> but I think what we all need to, un- it's okay. Mm-hmm. Like that's okay. Yeah. You know, is it? I think <clears throat> it's what you decide to do after that. Um, and, and remember the four, you know, the, what was it? The four commitments or the four, four agreements. agreements. Yes. Um, I will speak impeccably. Yes. Not, not in take order. anything personally. I will not take anything personally. Not I will make not any assume, assumptions. And I will do my best. And what will you do? I will mind my entire that was the one we added. business. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I am a child of the king. The king lives in me. I am royalty and I will act accordingly. Wow. Put that in your mantra. I'm telling you to bless you. I really know. Cool. Cool. <laughs> So boo-boo. What has this show taught you, if anything, about yourself? It's still teaching me. It has taught and still. <laughs> um, I don't know. I in, in the past, and when I say in the past, not in the past on the show, but just in the past in my life, I've oftentimes felt misunderstood. Mm-hmm. The show has really taught me how to better assert myself and how to speak you know how I'm feeling or how or how I'm not feeling it's also taught me patience we we touched on that a few seconds ago a little bit you know working with somebody on a project that we're you know you're passionate about it's not always easy and sometimes you will bump heads and sometimes you will have different visions and, and perspectives um it just taught me, and the show has taught me that we have to collaborate more to solve problems you have to communicate and you know, spend time getting to know each other, and that's how you make it work. And that, and and the show has taught me that. I mean, the show has taught me so much. Every episode teaches me something, right? Because we we have a different topic, and we and we talk about different things, and we talk about you know how other people's lives are being impacted, and that teaches me a lot too. It, it teaches me humility. It teaches me to you know, empathy. It teaches me to have compassion. It teaches me, again, just going back, you know, being patient, being patient with myself and being patient with you and being patient with the show and being patient with the process and being patient with everything and just slowing down, you know? So I I would say this show has definitely taught me a lot. Um, I've benefited uh, tremendously. As have I. Yeah. Um, I think for me, this show has taught me that we're evolving individuals, right? And the reason I say that is because 
the words we speak on this show is going it's going out to hundreds of listeners <laughs> hundreds of ears if not thousands maybe I don't know I don't know where we're at but it's going to a good amount of people it's going to more than just you and me yeah. okay yeah. <laughs> so yeah. um and so it feels like sometimes the way we present ourselves and the way we like the opinions that we put out it feels so permanent sometimes especially like when you press playback yeah yes <laughs> that said yeah. I've learned though to give myself credit because there have been a couple times where I've you know said things on the show or like have put out my opinions on things whether it's been like what relationships being a quote unquote side piece this that and the other where there people have come back and been like so what did you mean when you said this what did you mean when you said this like how could you say this like, and they dissect how, why, why every syllable that yeah. you said and, and it's like they it's like time stops mm-hmm. right they hit pause and, and it's this just is like, you. This is what you. What you said in that moment is the entirety of you. Speak on it, bro. And in a way, we kind of, yes, I'll own that. It was mm-hmm. me in that moment, mm-hmm. right? In that moment. But right. who I was in that moment, <clears throat> however many months or episodes it was ago, may not be, excuse me, who I am on November 9th when we're taping today, right? Or it may still be who I am. So I have to, knowing that I'm a part of this duo and I'm on a platform putting out my opinion each week I have to be okay with the fact that like it may be received well it may not be received well and I have to know that what I said in one moment does not necessarily define me in today's moment do I take accountability for the things that I say absolutely Absolutely. do I take responsibility for what I say absolutely do I stand up in what I said that's my mantra too (laughs) we said what we said I said what I said right ain't no changing up over here yes that said I said what I said in that moment I stand by that treat us be human we're human human. yeah treat us us like you would want to be treated but then at the same time there is room for me to grow there is room also for me to not only say grow because the opinions that I have in the past may be very mature opinions right but who I was yesterday may not be the same person I am today slash may be the same person I am today. And I guess what it taught me about myself is that I have to accept that just as I accept my identity, just as I accept like my good traits and my bad traits, I have to accept the fact that I am a truly evolving being. Yeah. 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 All right. How are you different? This sounds like kind of similar to the last question, but not really. If you are at all, how are you different compared to how you were when you first started the show? I mean, I'm not sure if I'm I'm different. I, I like how you describe like evolving. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that the show has, in different ways, helped me come into my own, and it's an ongoing process. Yeah. So, and what I mean by that is. Every week, sitting down with you and sitting down with you all that are listening and sharing my ideas and sharing my feelings and sharing my personal experiences, I wasn't doing that before this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not not so much, right? So this is definitely something that I, I have to recognize, and I do, and I appreciate it. Um, so what has that kind of like taught me, or where does that bring me? I, I feel like it's... Eric, you're learning how to use your voice, right? And I find myself using my voice on the show, but I'm also finding myself using it more in my social spaces with my friends, 
at work, you know what I mean? Like confidence building, maybe. Yeah. I, I would maybe. go far as, as, as to is. say yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I said, you know, I'm sorry. <laughs> I kind of like lost. They will wait. Okay. <laughs> just like I will. You better get your thoughts. But yeah, just using my voice, right, y'all? You know, and we just said, I said what I said, I meant what I said, but maybe I mean something different a year from now or two months from now, or we're constantly evolving, but that's also standing in your word, having faith in yourself. Um, Again, I did before. It's not like I'm different now, and now all of a sudden I'm standing by my word and I'm having faith in myself. I think the show has just um, enabled me to really just nurture that. Right. And just kind of, um, like I said, come into my own and be and be a better Eric faith mm-hmm. that I know that there's also a lot that I don't know. While there's a lot that I do know and I can share that on the show, there's also a lot that I don't know. Yeah. Um, how am I different now? This, this show keeps me on social media. Like before the show, yes. Welcome to I Twitter. didn't have Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I actually joined Twitter yeah. on the show. We recorded this process where I was just a, a fucking mess with Twitter um, earlier on um, in, in the early episodes. So um, you and I talk a lot throughout the week. The show definitely keeps me and you engaged. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's awesome that we can translate all of that to the mic every Thursday night to give the people just our give world. Them what they want. Give them what they want. <laughs> and it's really just our world, right? Yeah. Our our experiences, but also the things that we're talking about throughout the week, the things that are impacting us, um, that we feel passionate about, that we want to mm-hmm. speak about, um, that we think, you know, is impacting other people. So you know, maybe maybe I am a little different now. You know, or or maybe it's better. You know, I, I like how I started that out coming coming into my own, finding my voice. Yeah, I think that's that would be the best way to describe it. Lit, litty to titty. What about you? Do you feel different? Would that be a word to describe it, or is I it do. something else? I do. I think so. From the beginning of the show to even now throughout my entire life, I've always been a very passionate person. But I think I've been, before this show started, I've been passively passionate, right? So I have a whole bunch of feeling. Ooh, okay, okay, <laughs> And I'm getting it, like, everywhere. No, it's fine. Um, I will have a whole bunch of feelings. I'll want to say things to people, but I used to abide by this mantra, like, you know, I don't drink my tea before it's hot. And this used to get some of my line brothers, full transparency, so upset. Because they're just like, no, bitch, say what you need to say. Um, but I would just be so passive and I would just let things build up and until that moment where I just explode, right? I think this space made me just look into myself and made me just a little more intentional about actively expressing myself. So whether it's me expressing that I care about you or me expressing that I'm upset with you or me wanting to flesh out like really what's going on, I think this space has just made me just more stronger in being intentional and being <clears throat> active about that. And I can I'm, do I'm it. really grateful because yeah, that's real. I notice all of my relationships just getting stronger because of that intent, right? Mm. I'm not just letting things slide by or I'm not just like cutting things off after I feel like I'm, I can't take it. I'm really just like, Let's talk about this and let's re- let's, you know, 
yeah. figure this shit out. Being real grown up about life. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, again, what we're in our twenties and thirty, early thirties, like yeah. we are still Thank growing. You. Yes, <laughs> Eric, you're cute and young. Don't do it. But we we really are still growing. And when I think about twenty five episodes, that's twenty five weeks. That's a lot of growth that we've really been intentional about. Yeah. So yeah, I just. Oh my god! I love it. Yo, I love when you do that. I really love it. <laughs> okay, uh, so Max, the next question. You can ask anything you want. That's not really seductive. Go ahead. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Where do you see the show going in the future? Mm. On kind of a surface level, as you kind of alluded to in the beginning. I see us incorporating other people, other perspectives into the show. Where do I see it going? <clears throat> John needs to know because without a vision, the people truly perish. Um, <laughs> but I think it's also okay not to have one for a little yeah. while. Let's until... do short term. Let's do in the next 25 episodes. Gotcha. I would like us to have a greater reach. I don't want us to, I don't want to say like, oh, I want us to be on this network or I want us to, you know, be doing live shows or I want us to be doing X, Y, Z. But I really want us to continue in this very authentic trend and reach the people who are destined to be reached. I can do that. Because yeah. I just, I even look at our Instagram presence, right? And I remember if, Hey Friend Hey from the Friend Zone with that amazing body and smile. Um, body. Yes, we love you, Fran. But I remember her saying... I would rather have a small following and a large impact than a large following and no impact, right? Mm-hmm. And in comparison to other shows or like just other social media presences, we may not have the largest presence, but when people stop you, even in the city of Philadelphia or stop you at your workspace or stop you at school, who people who like you wouldn't expect to the show to reach based on like their demographic and say, yo, I listened to your show and I appreciate you for what you said. Yeah. It makes it all. It, it makes yeah. it worth it. Right. Yeah. It makes coming to this thing every Thursday, week after week, it makes it worth it. So I want us to continue that. And I hope that more individuals, to be honest, I hope more black gay and straight men will tune into this. And take something from it and build conversation and also build relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. How about you? You know, I do ask myself that from time to time. Where do I see this show going? Mainly because you and I are both young. We are. And we're also very much starting our, our careers in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, but not so much, like, because you're pursuing a professional degree, um, a PhD. Um, I have been in the field that I've been working in for going on eight years now. Um, and I have a master's degree in that field as well. So, but we're still, yeah, in a way, like, we're still looking and searching and trying to, like, build that career, build build that life that we want to have for ourselves. So, you know, and wondering where life is going to take us, it leads me to wonder where the show is also going to go mm. in the future. Ideally, um, it would be onward and upward. You know, I feel like our show, for all the reasons um, you mentioned, 
<laughs> certainly has the potential to be in the top 10 or 50 or whatever. But at the same time, I agree with you. Not you know, even if we don't get the mass following and all the tours and the media and the TV, um, I'm thankful for the space that we're in right now. But I'm also of the mindset that I'm really looking forward to collaborating with other people. And when I think about collaboration, I take I think about telling stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm really excited to bring um, the young guy that I mentioned earlier on. Um, because for me, collaboration is telling stories and sharing um, on and off the mic. Yeah. So I really, I really would like to like get to know more people who do what we do and kind of bond with them. And we kind of nurture each other and we grow and we build connections with other groups and other cities and other people who are doing things. And next thing you know, we have people who can collaborate with us and help us out with you know, social media, people who can help out with the engineering and the mixing and the, you know what I mean? Like just, and I, and I mentioned on one of the podcasts, the gentleman's podcast, I believe I mentioned a few weeks ago that I started listening to. And I said that, you know, getting, gaining a different perspective is that's the start. You may not have access to that, or you may not be able to afford what somebody else is doing, Mm -hmm. but just being in the presence and having access to other people and what other people are thinking, I think that's the start of another, a whole nother level. Yeah. So I look forward to doing that. Absolutely. I really do. And I want to, I, I, and I want to do better. You know, I'm not a big social person. Like, and you don't have to be, I think that's what makes this show, the show, like whether or not, you know, we say this every time. We're two very different personalities. Yeah. Right? We are. <laughs> and somehow we come together and not only do we make a good friendship work, but we make a show work. Right? And I think that's what people like about it. So you don't have to... I told you this from like episode one or two. Right? You don't have to go beyond your comfort zone to make this thing work. You know what I mean? You don't have to be this loud tea spilling individual you don't have to be me child (laughs) 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 to make this work because you bring something so special to the show the way you are thank you i thank you i i appreciate that Mm -hmm. being authentic is important to me and uh i hope you guys can you know dig my personality and you know I did your first. It, <laughs> <laughs> I do. I am really starting to like Twitter though. I see that because you be tweeting up a storm. You I, do. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Wait, y'all should saw my face. Like, hey, first time I was like, <laughs> like Mama caught me. Um, no, I, I do. Um, I do. Yes. Oh, you're so sweet. Look at you smiling. <laughs> All right, that was cute. See, that was a short... We're going to have a short episode today, and I really thank God. Can we just thank God who is the author and finisher of our faith? I praise him, because we are going to end at a decent time. At a decent time. Well, and you have things that you want to do after the show. Like like run, finish this report, and then get some sleep so I can be up at work early tomorrow. Well, that was a great... uh, Well, no, it wasn't a topic. 
It's just a reflection. It was just, yeah. See, I'm. It's our journal entry. My bad, y'all. Our I'm virtual a, journal. I'm in autopilot, and I'm ready to say, "Great topic. Great let's, topic, Vince. Let's move on to. <laughs> See, that's why we gotta shake up the script. Right, we gotta <laughs> shake it up. So let's get into like a second mini topic now that we have recapped kind of like our 25 episodes. <laughs> let's jump into the tea. This is not the hung pop, y'all, but this is kind of like a a pre pop. Okay. Wait, what? A pre pop. <laughs> That was like a soggy pop. Okay, you know. But it was the pre. Some of us, our lips can't pop the way we want to all the time. Did it. (laughs) Oh, because I did it. Now you had to make sure you you showed me up. Nah, I'm here for it. High five. (laughs) High five. Wait, what? Okay. What were those okay, spirit see, fingers? Because we're what not on the video, like, it doesn't really hit. <laughs> it's fine. What? It's fine. It's fine. Let's get into the pre-hung pop, Married to Medicine. Did you watch? That's fine. Because, you know, we just won't get into it. So, the the main topic of Married to Medicine. Maybe on Xfinity, Comcast, whatever they want to call themselves these days. My shit didn't record it. I don't know what it's happened. Fine. It's fine. I'm about to tell you what it is. Okay. <laughs> you want my Xfinity sign in? No. I, it just didn't record it. Like, oh. I can probably go back and, and watch it. But you about to put me down. You about to give me Dr. all Jackie? the details. Do you remember Dr. Jackie? Yeah. She's on Farrell. I love her. <laughs> yes. She is. With her little short self. She's fucking amazing. She's nice. She's toned. She is such a kind soul. She has gone through various cancers to the point where she cannot even have kids. You thought her husband was there to hold her down. Bitch, first episode. He out here. Curtis is cheating on Dr. Jackie. (laughs) Dr. Jackie. I'm pissed. Okay. (laughs) I am livid, Eric. Okay. Because you were wrong to Dr. Jackie as your (laughs) wife. You know, Curtis. You know. You should have treated her like. First of all, uh, Dustin had already mentioned this cheat on the on friend Dr. zone, but Jackie. I just got to repeat to let it, you know, sink in. We knew something was up when Curtis didn't show up to the um, couples trip last season, right? I mean, just that name alone, Curtis. Curtis just, okay, you sound like you up to no good. Well, Curtis. you already know because why? Curtis was supposed to love me. Okay, <laughs> Effie said it. Curtis was supposed to love Dr. Jackie. Okay. He cheated on her, right? He's nowhere to be found in this episode. She's literally crying. Because let me tell you something. Dr. Jackie loves Curtis, okay? And she did not do him wrong, but he went out here and did her wrong. Why? Because he was insecure about the fact that Dr. Jackie was about her business. His whole complaint the previous season was that she was not home enough. She's saving lives, my guy. Uh You know? She's really saving lives. Like, what is wrong with you? Are men, or some men, because not this man, okay? Are some men really that insecure that it your is. partner cannot... These men are insecure, so you're going to go out and cheat. Yeah. And break their heart. And belittle your partner. When you took an oath before... You know y'all love to shitty. stand up in like the oath before God. Y'all took an oath before God. You feel shitty about yourself. So you make her feel like shit? And this is a message for you, Tamar Braxton. <sighs> I'm glad you left. Because that man that you had was the same way. Yeah, like what's going on that video Listen, with wait, Tamar's let's, mom? Let, let, okay, let's 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 backtrack though. Oh, I'm sorry. Because Mary Medicine <laughs> is still going on. Because I'm, I'm pissed. Let me tell you how. So it started off with Dr. Jackie and them saying that Curtis cheated on her, right? And then the episode kind of went to each and every other family and kind of talked about like the Dr. Jackie situation between wife and husband. 
Because yeah. everybody talking about their marriage. Right. And got something to say. Got something to say. Well, you know, it's also your friend. So, you know, say if you were Dr. Jackie and, you know, we kiki and we're good friends or whatever, I would go back to my boo and be but like, everybody, this is some especially shit. that one. What's that one that nobody like? I don't like her either. Mariah? No. Oh, she's not oh, yeah, bad. Mariah, Mariah's she's, not bad. She's a nut. But the other one, who? She's Latina. She's Latina. She's Latina? Oh, uh, Lisa Nicole Clapp. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Is she? What is, is she? She's not back because is she Latina. Know, let me tell you, she didn't sweep around her own backyard, so she wouldn't dare come back and talk about Dr. Jackie. Okay. She's not back either. She, I didn't see her. All right. Well. Now Mariah is coming back, but Lisa Nicole Clapp. I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. Let's let's rewind. So all the um, couples. <laughs> I'm really into this. This was an episode. For the ages. All the couples are out here talking. Dr. Heavenly is talking to her husband about this and he's alluding to the fact that this could possibly be Jackie's fault. What? Okay. okay. Because it's, she didn't cater to her husband. She wasn't, she wasn't around. Home and so then Dr. Heavenly says, well, daddy, you wouldn't cheat on me. And he's out here looking east, west, north, and south everywhere but to, at her. Okay. Heavenly, we know the tea, sis. It's okay. <laughs> then, let's flip it. Because you think at one point, like, okay, they introduced the man. That's his perspective. That's probably a typical man's perspective. Right? Uh-uh. Bravo got us. Flip it to one of Dr. Jackie's friends, Toya, who's one of the cast members on the show. Oh. She gonna say, yeah, well, you know, Jackie should have been there for her husband more. Maybe he wouldn't have cheated. Eric, when I heard that... Maybe you should stop spending so much money. Eric. And your husband wouldn't have I to packed my go through all these financial changes. I said I have to go. But then Dr. Jackie, she comes with a read, okay? She brought us all to the library. She was just like, well, of course you are going to stand by your husband when your entire life comes from your husband. Right. Read, sis. She's talking about Toya, right? Toya. Yeah. Okay? Not a dime, a nickel, a penny to her name that doesn't belong to her husband. So, of course, she's going to say some shit like that. But when I saw that whole episode, I was like, what is wrong with these with some of these men? And what is wrong with some of these women who really feel like to keep a man, you have to kind of compromise your career, compromise yourself, compromise your entire being, right? That is what you have to do to keep somebody. That's some bullshit. <laughs> if you got to do that to keep somebody, I don't want to keep them. Tell them, oh, go. Tamar, know. do you hear me? Tell them goodbye. Folks out here willing to sell their soul. Sell their everything. Sell everything. For what? For somebody who doesn't even value you enough to honor the oath that they made to you. Listen, I'm on my Oprah. Find me a companion, a Stedman, and we can keep it moving. I feel like, so the last season wasn't, you know, Jackie and Curtis like starting to have problems. They were the to the season. point where she even said, if... And this is why I really love Jackie because she looks at things maturely. Hmm? Yeah. No, she didn't come. He didn't come on the trip, but she even said at the reunion, if he is better off with someone else or in another situation, she was ready. I love to... him enough to say, please go. Mm -hmm. But in, like, instead of being a mature individual and saying selfish, okay, you, you're right. I am trying to do something else. This is not working for me. Let me go. You stay with her and then cheat on her, humiliate her, have her out here in these streets as a media, as a person in the media, right? Who won Curtis anyway? 
with that mole. Who's sleeping with Curtis? Somebody who looks like the mole. Okay? On his face. Mm. Fuck Curtis. Dr. Jackie, sis, we are here. Okay? Love you. <laughs> it really it really made me sad. It shook my spirit up. He yeah, because I've always out. liked her because she's always kept her. herself out of drama. Yeah, even on a reality show, she there yeah. were some points where she's like, I will not be doing this. Yeah. Like she said it outright. She's I have a standard for myself. Yeah. I, and she kept that in all aspects of her life. So yeah, to see I somebody who just really didn't meet the mark that she had for herself, then try to tear her down in this way, it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. It really is. Fuck you, Curtis. All right, Lem, let's get into the real stuff. The hung pop. Pop, Eric. Thanks. Uh, 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 uh. Cool. Housewives of Atlanta, how did you feel? It was boring. I mean, it opened up. I feel like the opening was the most interesting part because, of course, we get to see Nene kind of sashay in with those yeah. pumps on, and she looked great. Um, and, you know, they got to, <laughs> we got to see them kind of shade Candy. Well, only Nene was. Mm-hmm. Um, Cynthia was drinking the Kool Aid. Um, when it, um, I said Candy, they were shading. Um, Fade? Fei Fei? No, no. Who are they shading? Homegirl that got married. Kenya. Kenya. Okay. I said Kenya. Oh, her and Cynthia were, fa- were shading Kenya. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was the... What did I say? I'm bl- Blame it on the sponsor of tonight's show. The Merlot. Uh, <laughs> okay. But yeah, I feel like that was the most interesting part, watching Nene come in there and sit down <laughs> in Cynthia Bailey's beautiful, beautiful home. Cynthia has a wonderful home. That, I'm trying to go that, visit Lake Bailey. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to post up and, and sit up out Cynthia, on that lake. Cynthia, if you listen to the show, girl, we're going to tag you in this one because I'm trying to come through. Okay? <laughs> Do you need somebody to model these bags? Hashtag Lake Bailey. Yes. <laughs> At the lake. We're going we're gonna to make sure we put that on the, uh, when we do the post for the episode. Yeah. But um, I feel like that was the most interesting part. It really and was. Really the all rest I of the show just was a flatline for me. It was so, like, I literally spent more time tweeting than I did watching the actual show. And so I hope it gets more exciting. I'm sure it will. The first episodes of every Housewife season, it, it always kind of, you know, drags a bit. I hope it pops up. I'm over Nene in this blonde. I want to see her in a black or auburn. Yeah, and um, what's going on with Candy? Didn't they just celebrate something or? Uh, They celebrated the opening of Old Lady Gang. So you know Ah. this was taped a while ago, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I don't know. Portia has a podcast, by the way. Question mark. Why? Why is she still on the show? That's a question for Bravo. But she has like a radio show, isn't she? Still on Dish Network, Dish, Dish Nation. Na- Dish Nation. So it's like, know. what do you need a podcast for? We're, we're hearing you enough. If if we want to hear you that much, all I can say about Portia, um, she's pretty. But, and, and shout like, out to Debrat because Debrat is still on there doing her thing. Mm-hmm. You. Mm-hmm. Her and Portia. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh. We see it. Y'all oh, see it. Shit. I see it. All you right. see. I do now. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of see how it looks like Kenya is going to be some trouble in paradise very early on. What do you think about that? Well, I feel like we've seen you, Kenya, over and over again over the past few several seasons, like basically on your knees begging these men mm-hmm. that 
have some have been allegedly paid yeah. to be on the show, begging these men to marry them or chasing after these men after you've been on a you've only known them for five minutes and now you're talking about getting married and having kids. We've watched you do that over and over again. So when I see you come in on the first episode and the girls are asking you about your wedding and you're being very vague mm -hmm. and it's shady that you didn't invite Cynthia because <laughs> Nene pulled you out. I think Nene said it. You, there were people in that audience at the wedding. Why weren't your parents in that audience? Why weren't your friends in that, in that audience? Yeah. After Cynthia signed the friend contract. That shit that looked right. fake, for real. That looked like one of those portrait photos you see in the mall when you're trying to get people to come in and take pictures. Like, I just, I, I don't, I'm, I'm just not here with this whole, like, marriage thing. You know I'm going to back up Kenya, right? Here's why. Mm -hmm. As opposed to the caliber of man, man, yeah, the caliber of man, like Matt, or Walter, or whomever. I feel like those were the two the two notable ones that Kenya has been with in this, in her time on Housewives. Mm -hmm. This guy, Matt, definitely made a name for himself. Absolutely, this guy works as a corporate person in the financial district of New York, right? Allegedly, I'm only getting it from news sources. He right because she didn't say his name right, or something. Right. Matt Daly, I think his name is, mm. right? Or something Daly. Uh, child, I don't know his name. Eventually, you know his it name. came out on Instagram, I think. That and his that's name when is Nini, Nini or someone made a shady comment. But like, he's very, if you want to like, know about her marriage, check mm -hmm. Instagram or something like that. Whatever. He's very private about his life, right? So it makes sense to me why she would have a private wedding. Why wouldn't she invite her family members? You know Kenya does a lot of things for TV. I think the reuniting that she did with her daddy was for TV. So why would you not invite your daddy to the wedding, even though you're allegedly closest to him? Because he gonna run, he gonna bump well, his gums I and run said that. the news to everybody. I think, yeah. she, I think she said that, and but it's like, I also remember her crying her eyes out in the car. Mm -hmm. So what that said to me was she that she really wanted, okay, either, either one or two things. Either she, like you said, deserved an award, or... At the end of the day, she really wanted her dad to be there. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, I mean, at the end of the day, we'll, we'll see it. We'll, we'll, see. we'll see it unfold. I bought the wedding more than I bought her wanting her dad there. I got you. <laughs> To be quite honest. I got you. You know? Because Kenya's good TV. That, you know? Yeah, good TV. And I just, I don't know, those pictures look a little fake to me. <laughs> She's good TV. What I do hope, though, you know, we don't really know. We, don't, we didn't see a marriage certificate. I do hope she's married. And I do hope she gets a child out of this because I know that's what she wanted based on what she advertised on the show. I just feel like it's a slippery slope. Um, I, I just hope that she's being healthy mm -hmm. and, and being um, who <laughs> girl. I mean, it's, it's, it's just, like I said, we, we've seen this a lot with you wanting kids and wanting to be married and sometimes wanting to lock that down and just have the, the idea of it sounds good, but when the reality of it sits in, I just, you know, I, I just hope it doesn't all come caving down on her like it did in the preview that Mona gave us uh, for the upcoming season when she is on that bed, crying her eyes out, talking about she don't want to get a divorce. We will see what happens. Yeah. Maybe Kenya girl, what you need to do is embrace singleness like us. Come on, have Bible study with us so we can look over the um, 
the Bible verse. Clink, clink. Clink, clink. Okay. Let's move on, because right after Atlanta, mm. what came on? Ex- Escape? Escape. And what they need from you is understanding. Standing. But how can they communicate when Candy just wants to get paid? I was about to say, <laughs> it was the Escape and, and Candy show, because Candy, uh, Candy. Uh, she was... I was saying in the background. Okay. <laughs> Candy was, was looking at them like, what? To the side, so uncomfortable. She kept relating everything to, oh, this is, this reminds me, this reminds me of what happened in the past. Girl, you got to let go I of I didn't know that. she was the youngest, though. Yeah. So that's a lot. That's that, a big burden to carry. Right. Knowing that nobody listened to you this entire time. And Latasha may have been the voice, but Candy was the pen. Okay? The voice versus the pen. Yeah, she was. Because Candy's still she writing. She was. She was. Absolutely. And getting paid for I, it. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so we see where that jealousy came from. <laughs> How did you feel about their dynamic? Like, just with each other. Let me tell you something. We in a group, right? Mm-hmm. Is Beyonce going back to Lata- Latavia? Answer me. Nah, I okay. don't see that. So, whether or not... Candy got an apology. She even said, one of her first things she said on the show was, I wasn't expecting us to get back together based off of that apology because I don't even believe it. Yeah. I'm paraphrasing for you. Right? How are we doing a show and she acting like she's surprised that they're like, why are we here? Why are we here? Like, I didn't get You that. should have said that, sis. Where is your voice? You literally should have been like, yo, I... I'm well, not trying to be in a group that's with you. What Tiny told I just her. wanted an apology. That's what Tiny told her. Like, you need to speak up and you need to say but how you, you know feel. But you know Candy doesn't say no to a chat. And Candy, but Candy, I, and you know she what? actually not. fucks with Candy. Like, I, I like do. Candy. She's about her paper. But what I see you do is you, you started crying. <laughs> you know, Candy is good for some tears Candy. on Housewives and off, okay? <laughs> you be crying, girl. You be crying. I really, I called it. I was like, Candy about to cry. <laughs> But what that was is just like you want to be heard. You, 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 in that moment, and we've all been there. I, I, I just want to feel like my voice is being heard, and I can understand like being nervous coming into a situation where shit was real rocky in the past. And on top of that, you're not really over what happened in the apology. past because you didn't believe it. You didn't take the you didn't, apology. You didn't take it. Was it Tamika? Was it Tamika? It was Tamika. It was Tamika Scott. Mm-hmm. She, because Tamika and Latasha are both sisters. Tamika, she gave you this apology, and the season opened with they were sitting at the table. She's like, "Yo, how do you feel about my apology?" And Candy was just She's like, like mm, "Okay, like literally, Candy is not over it. All hell's about to break loose in these next episodes, which is why I'll be tuning in. Okay, <laughs> I will too. Like, for sure. <laughs> and the end of the story is Candy doesn't want to do this. I don't even think Tiny want to do this for real." But both of those two were, are the more successful individuals out of the group. You know they're not going to pass up a check. They got bills to pay. I just feel they like, got more money to make. Yeah, this is definitely for the show. It's I for just, the show. I, I do not see this like going beyond the show. But and you know Mona got watching. them a good deal. It's going to go beyond the show. And you, you know, tours nowadays in the music industry make more money. So it fuels the show fuels the tour. The tour you get your coin. Never hear from Escape again. Candy know what she doing. And I feel like that'll be the show. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We're going to see the tour on the show. And then be done. And, you know, I'm just, after that, 
you know. But I mean, just think about that. How amazing would it be though if Escape really made a comeback? If they created that would new be music, really I think challenging to do. Yeah. So the fact that if they were able to do that and be um, even somewhat successful would be really amazing. Yeah. But in the meantime, in between time, we'll be tuning in. Right. New Escape album. Who do you think would feature on it? Wow. Sorry, I know this is a curveball, but I'm just thinking about it now, and I'm just the like, names hmm. are already like <laughs> Missy number one. Who? Missy. Uh, I can see it. A, a new, mature, older escape. Uh huh. I can see it. You can see Missy. And they didn't have the tightest mm-hmm. harmonies. Like, let's be all the way funky and real. But I think Missy would just do something which would like definitely mess them up. I could also see Brandy. I could see. Um, any some rappers like I could see like a J Cole or a Big Sean mm. doing a collaboration mm. with them, or even a Ty Dolla Sign, because uh, like his type of vibe of he music, he has a flow, yeah, and right? then their harmonies on top of it, like again not the tightest, but it just fits that like, yeah, that that vibe, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's continue with the hung pop. Okay, I'm gonna leave one for last, but in the vein of marriage, this is a marriage hung pop. So Wendy Williams' husband, she done fell out, and where's her husband? Not by her side, <laughs> out here caught on camera with his mistress. And this is why I truly believe he's picking her up in the same car that he's picking Wendy up. In. She is so tiny. They're in an open relationship. She is so tiny. They're in an open relationship. And I remember when. <sighs> Let me not say this. And who is this girl pumping gas? Is that the mistress? Mm-hmm. That ponytail says struggle, but her house doesn't. Seven hundred twenty-six thousand. Girl, by I'm trying to be somebody mistress. That ponytail is Temple University. I live on campus. Goodbye. This and is I where I have to go. On the girls' softball team. Get out of here. Wendy is. To know that this is happening blatantly in her face. Because you know, she's the news lady. She picked this up first. She's news too, about her. I, and this is why I said her passing out is not a coincidence. So we're just going to keep it open. Girl, you passing out probably because no. mm-hmm. you don't have enough um, blood circulating around them. Because you don't have enough meat. Or because the stress of your life and is then causing and then the stress, other things to happen. And then... You know, drugs. Yeah. We won't say Don't, hard ones. It could I'm a, be. I'm gonna bleep that out. Could be soft ones. It could nope, be hard ones. You know, things like that on top. Like one thing on top of something else. It's all like coupled together. Can we just say we're praying to, for Wendy? We really are, because I feel bad now at this point. Like this is not to me. This is no way, shape, or form funny. Like for you to really have a partner, unless you guys are in a, you have an understanding where you're in an open relationship. And I feel like Wendy's the type of person to say. We're open, we're fine. I would just be, okay, and, and and it would be none of my business. None of my business. But I would be curious to know if they did have an open situation, what would be the reasoning behind it? Is it so that the man in the relationship is, is benefiting happy? 100%? Well, look at fucking or, uh, Monique, right? Wendy puts on a good front, but you know there are a lot of demons there. If you're crying about somebody calling you Wendy Williams, clearly you're not all the way secure in yourself, right? So to keep a man who you think loves you, oh yeah, that's fine, babe. Let's be open. And we're not shaming open relationships. Oh, not at all. Because let me tell you, I could do one, but (laughs) I just know I'm secure in myself where it's just like, I really don't 
want much more from you at this point in my life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Except, you know, some good companionship here and there. But if I'm not giving you everything, I'm okay with that. You know? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I sound just like Wendy. Hashtag P. Ryan Williams. Okay? I don't know. I, um... We're going to be praying for you. And I, and I recently, and shout out to Gail over there at shout the out. seat at the table. You still wearing that pink wig, girl? You look good. <laughs> All right? You look great. Um, she was talking about on her most recent episode because she went to go see Wendy. I, I saw yeah. Wendy yeah, many, yeah. many years ago. I saw Wendy on the show about eight years ago. I was in line and it, And she, she wasn't... Um, it, it was eight years ago, so it was a little different, you know what I mean? But uh, Gail said that she saw her recently, mm-hmm. and she she I remember her mentioning um, how tiny, 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 tiny yeah. Wendy was. And, and do she you think said Wendy's that working out? In her eyes, um, she saw stress and uh, uh, trials and tribulations. And, and ski slopes. And, and okay. You okay. That's fine. So in our marriage, Hung Pop, Jill Scott files from files for divorce from her husband Mike Dobson. This is a hot ass mess. He says that she's you know demasculating or emasculate. Bitch, I don't know words. She's trying to make him less of a man, y'all. That's what he says. And then she is saying that there is uh, irreconcilable differences. All I can say is all Jill Scott really sings about. Somebody tweeted this. Yeah. All Jill Scott sings about is her good sex and her good food. So for this not to work out, we don't know what's going on, sis, but we're praying for you. Last but not least is the icing on the cake. Today marks the, it's Thursday. It is the premiere of, oh, sorry. Did you have one? Oh, you did have one. No, 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 no. I just want to, I just saw it. He said she, as in Jill, likes to emasculate men. Yeah. That's her problem. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. Uh-huh. So while she's singing, he loves me. But you know what? And he may not love you good enough. Sis. Jilly from Philly, I don't know you personally. But the fact that you are from Philly. But okay. Okay. I can see you probably yeah, throwing daggers. Oh. And, and 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 probably not being that nice. And I think I've heard from people who have may have seen her or met her backstage. Um that that she's, she's not, not she's not the very sweet but I mean Who's to say? But hey, it could be the flip side too, right? It Just could. to play devil's advocate, your nigga could really be a fuck nigga. I don't know, girl. Shout out to you. We're praying. Let's do the last one. Today is the premiere. It's Thursday, November 9th. is the premiere of Tamar and Vince. It'll be the last show, last season, okay? In the words of what Tamar <laughs> said that first season, she was ever on the Braxton Family Values. The OG... Evelyn Braxton came out to TMZ and said, mm. I like Vince, but I need him away from my daughter because I feel like he's going to kill my daughter. Now, if there's any source that you could rely on, wow. you know it's Mama Braxton. Because what? She lived with them. You hear me? Wow. That is crazy. And like... Those are some deep words, man. Earlier on Serious. in the show, we talked to... I mentioned Tamar... It wasn't really fun and games, y'all. Like, I really fucks with Tamar. I really do. Like, I think she, her personality is very extra. She does a lot, but I think she is, you know, a person that I could definitely kiki with. I also just believe that she is a talent beyond this time, right? Because you really don't have to have talent to make it in the industry these days. She is a talent. Mm -hmm. Listen to her last album. To first hear that she is quitting music to save her marriage and then to move into she's now divorcing due to 
differences that cannot be reconciled. Girl, I'm praying for you. And it scares me now that Evelyn came out with this because I think just because you leave somebody does not mean you're in less danger and it does not mean you're safe. Right? Right. So, yes, the rumors of abuse that we've heard Because that's for the years, most dangerous part, yeah, right? Is yeah. when you try to leave. When you try to leave, they really will kill you and then themselves. So, the rumors of abuse that we've heard for years... Okay, it's been confirmed because her mom came out and her sisters came out and what have you. That said, do you really think leaving everything... You better buff up on security. You need to go get... What's his name? Who's Beyonce's security man? The fine one. Uh, I forgot his name. Everyone knows his name. Julius. Yes. Fine-ass Julius. See if you can use him part-time, sis, because I'm praying. Tamar, just be well. She's posting a lot of videos on Instagram now of her being, you know, smiling, but I just really hope she gets the healing that she needs. This could be an opportunity, sis, since the reel didn't work out, by the way. Call Iyanla. This would make a great three-part episode. Anyway, <laughs> hung music. Let's get into it. Yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> this week, um, we have our homeboy from Philly, rapper Meek Mill. He got arrested. Um, apparently, he got arrested off of... He was arrested because he, uh, there was like a video of that he posted of himself on his Instagram mm-hmm. where he was doing like wheelies and riding a bike in New York. And, um, you know, riding those 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 bikes through New York is against, um, you know, New York law. I wonder if it's like that here in Philly. Mm-hmm. I know I see that a lot. Um, it probably is. I don't know. But anywho, he got sentenced to two to four years um, in prison for violating his parole. And um, a lot of people on social media had a lot of feelings about it. Um, A lot of celebrities uh, like Jay-Z came out and came forward to, you know, speak up for Meek Mill. Um, And, you know, beyond like celebrities, I think, you know, just a lot of people in general um, and social media and the communities really came out to support uh, Meek Mill. Um, I think, you know, it's two sides to it. You know, you know, you have the folks to say, you know, he did the crime. He's going to have to do the crime, the time. <laughs> you did the crime? You going to do the crime. The crime. <laughs> but I mean, really low key, that's ultimately what, what, what how it leads, right? We, we, we think, you know, mass incarceration is the is the pro, is the how we solve these problems in our communities. But you know, we know that when you put men and women into the system, especially when they're caught up in the system over and over again, likelihood of them um, committing another crime or living a life of crime is is higher, right? So, you know, I was online a little bit, just like looking at tweets and looking at articles about you know what was going on with Meek Mill. Apparently, he had like a court date uh, recently, and he has to go back um, for um, no. I think I think he was sentenced, but the thing about it, uh, everything I saw was sentenced to two to four years. So at some point, I guess that they're going to decide this man's fate um, and how many years are they're going to put him in jail. But um, you know, in searching and in, in looking up information about it. You go online, you see all the photos with, um, you know, Meek Mill's mugshot, Mm -hmm. you know, you see all these articles, you know, that 
are villainizing him and all these articles that sought to really justify his arrest and, and paint him as a stone cold criminal. Um, Billboard uh, wrote an article and posted online yesterday that was titled A Look at Meek Mill's Journey Through the Criminal Justice System. And it pretty much, you know, from beginning to end, like outlined. Read his receipts. Pretty much read his receipts, right? And I just think that there's a, you know, a double standard when it comes to how black men and how white men are not only prosecuted in the U.S. justice system, but how the media portrays them. You know, we see a lot of white men who do vicious crimes being portrayed as a lone wolf or mentally disturbed. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, the news articles talk about he was a good kid, you know, when he was growing up. That's not the same treatment that black and brown people get. Recently with St- Stephen Paddock in Las Vegas, we saw that, you know, we saw that double standard. Um, we saw it, you know, with Kevin Danley, uh, I'm sorry, Kevin Devin Kelly um, in Texas. Trump um, blamed the heinous act that he committed on mental illness. Um, we saw it with Dylan Roof back in 2005 when he shot and killed those nine black people in the church in Charleston, South Carolina, um, and how the media treated him and portrayed him as this delicate um, white boy who just needs help and someone to reach out to him. You know what I mean? So Soror, who was the judge, I'm sure she probably felt like she did what she needed to do. You so, know what see, I mean? I heard she was and biased for some reason. She was trying to get him to like drop his signing with Rock Nation and sign with somebody else, but that could just be speculation, so child, I don't know. Whoa, now that's some... That's crazy, okay? That's some deep shit. Yeah, I heard some crazy shit on her end, but... And that's why apparently Jay-Z was just like, this is a heavy-handed case, like... Well, that would just blow the case out of the water mm-hmm. if something like that was true. Mm-hmm. Like, that's serious. That's crazy, yeah. I don't um, know for sure, though, so don't call me. I just wonder... You know, our, our black men and women who are judges and, you know, work in the criminal justice system, you know, they stand and advocate for it, you know, in, in a way, or maybe they don't, right? But for those who do, I wonder if they feel that they are really doing black men and women justice. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wonder if they feel like they're, if they're helping our communities or if they think that they are more, um, more so a part of the problem. If they're perpetuating, you know, this systematic mass incarceration um, system that we see, yeah. um, or if they feel like, no, I'm really doing like I'm just wondering, um, you know, how she felt when she laid down at night, um, or how any judge feels when they, you know, put a black man behind bars. Um, yeah, I just, I just wanted to bring that up um, because you know Meek Mill has, you know, obviously been he's had his ups and downs, right? Um, and he's a Philly native, so that, you know, it's close to home. Um, so, yeah, it's, um, I don't know, it's kind of sad for me. It it I think it's a little sad that this man is going to jail. Yeah. And it's for a, a parole that he violated for something that he did over 10 years ago, years I believe. Ago. It's a mess, yeah. So it's like, how long... Does someone have to pay? You, you, I, I went to jail. I did the time. Mm-hmm. How long do I have to wear a scarlet letter? Right. Well, when you're black, it seems like an eternity. Oh, yeah, forever. 
We're going to bury you with it. We're going to throw that shit on you when we throw you in the ground. Or pretend like it's erased and bring it back up when we don't fuck with you. Yeah. Yeah. In lighter news, um, <laughs> you know, with every cross, there truly is a crown. And that crown is Oprah Winfrey. Um, <laughs> we found her this past week singing a gospel song. First of all, we didn't even know Oprah had vocals, which she doesn't. You know, it's okay. She got them old church mother vocals. Old church vocals mother vocals, right? That where it's kind of tone deaf, but it's just like, we, you blessed me, okay? It's the kind of voice, people. Yes. And those of you that have grown up in the, grown up in the church, you, you're going to know. You're going to feel me on this. It's the kind of voice where... Church mama can't really sing that but well. But you already crying. But that voice is so yes. anointed. Okay. Oprah saying, <laughs> I surrender all. And I was just like, oh, yes. I said, I surrender, Lord. I surrender. And y'all were, some of y'all were coming for her in these, in, 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 you know, in, on Twitter yeah. <laughs> and on Instagram. But, but she blessed me. Okay. Um, I felt that Super Soul Sunday. Yeah, we don't get to hear her sing too much, and, it, and I just—I was a little moved. I was like, we know she's not coming with vocals, and you know all of that, but it's just to hear her. And you know what? Honestly, I feel like over you—you you low key about to be on some somebody's album. No, she's about to low key create her own religion. Oh, ooh. I think. Well, <laughs> listen, y'all. You know, I don't know because you know the false prophet is soon to come. This super so I don't Sunday, know. This Super Soul Sunday is taking it to a whole, uh, to the next level. I'm going to have to rebuke that in the name. The channel <laughs> is very inspirational. Oh. But she's, <laughs> I see you, Oprah. I see you, girl. Oh, I rebuke it. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. <laughs> Speaking of people who can't sing currently, Mariah Carey um, just got nominated for the 20th. You were so crazy. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Something's going on. My girl Mariah. Mariah! <laughs> In the words of Patty. <laughs> Remember Patty One Night Only? Yes. Mariah got nominated for the 2018 Songwriters Hall of Fame. And my question was basically, how was she just getting nominated for this? When she literally wrote every hit that she's ever had. Yeah. Like, y'all should have given this to Mariah since love takes time <laughs> to heal when you're hurting so much. You couldn't see that I was blind to let you go. I can't escape the pain inside because love takes time. Come on. I don't want to be so fucking drunk, Eric. And I don't want to be there alone. Love. Mariah! Mariah! Get your flowers, Mariah! They're giving her her flowers in 2018. That was a hot-ass message. I'm about to block that out. Anyway. That was beautiful. Mariah, I'm so happy for you. I'm so fucking happy. Um... Last but not least, in my portion of the music, yeah. Sia, they tried to blackmail her, talking about we're going to release your nudes to the public unless you give us X amount of money. So Sia said, okay, bitch, let me release them for you. That's how so you take control of a situation. <laughs> Sia's full rump is on the Twitter. of a situation. You never Sia said, I'm not going to show you my face, you. but I'm going to show you my behind. Because right. <laughs> okay? you never see this face. Okay. I'm going to show you the well, I'm going to show you my ass real quick. She looks great. She's very curvy. Okay? She I didn't know her chandelier was hanging like that. She should have had the wig on backwards. Oh, yes! Like, look at me. And and all we saw was ass. 
What happened? Uh, <laughs> Wait, what are you doing? <laughs> oh my gosh, Eric, I was about to pour this like it was the wine. It's fine. Okay, so see you ya. Are. So let me tell y'all just what just this. happened. No, don't talk about I have candles like all over the the counter <laughs> where we're recording. <laughs> and <laughs> You know, I'm not gonna apologize because it's the twenty fifth episode and we are celebrating. It is the twenty fifth glass of the sponsor of this evening. Merlot. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. As always, you can find Eric on Spotify. Or wait. Oh wait, no, no, no. I missed the whole part. You I'm so sorry. Nah, you good. No, I just wanted to ask, um, what music were you listening to this Literally week? Patty LaBelle. Patty Patty yeah. was my name. <laughs> Patty Patty! <laughs> <laughs> No, I've literally been listening to Patty. Kiss Away the Pain is everything. When You've Been Blessed. Um, mm. Her songs with LaBelle, Going Down Makes Me Shiver, which is literally a song about how she enjoys giving head. I love it. Nice. Yeah. Uh, she said... <laughs> Creole lady. What did she say in Going Down Makes Me Shiver? She was just like, um, some. you don't know how much it feels when I am kneeling. Like, girl. Mm. <laughs> she loves head. Maybe okay? you do. Love you, Patty. Um, Come Into My Life by her and LaBelle Um, You Turn Me On Time Patty LaBelle is an icon you hear what I'm saying what about you Eric because I will get into my feelings well that's the thing I was so in my feelings this week I told y'all in my check in it was a little bit of a stressful week (laughs) so I was in my gospel music bag y'all and I tweeted out some of the music I was listening to yesterday Um, Lost Without You BB and CC love that song I'm lost without you yes that was so wrong love that song easy to see my life without you so let me be the first to say so don't ever go. But y'all know they they played that back on the secular. Yeah. Well, uh, everybody thought BB and CC was married. Okay. Oh, <laughs> did you not really think that? <laughs> Eric, did you not think BB and CC were married? No, I do. That not. was my first. <laughs> I remember getting a cassette of BB and CC when they had like the yellow cover, yeah, and you know it was old because it was cassette. It's a I was just like, black couple. Who is this married couple singing? What else for me this week? It was Be Blessed uh, by Yolanda Adams. And that song has a special place in my heart because I actually dedicated that song um, to a very close friend of mine, Tanya, um, who passed um, about three years ago um, when she was going through her chemotherapy. I gave her that song to listen Mm -hmm. to and meditate on. So whenever I hear that song, I always think about you, Tanya. Um, He Loves Me, Kirk Franklin. Um, I Need You to Survive has a yes. I give myself away. William Mick uh Dow. Mc, yes. Um You've Been Blessed, Patty the Bell, Endow Me, Twinkie. Hey, what's up, Twinkie? Oh, hey. To lands <laughs> and to deserve. Say Twinkie! Yes! And um he's preparing me. Daryl Cole. Listen, Eric, don't do me. Yes! Yes! Isn't he preparing us? He is! You know, I said that basis. when I was like 12. Tore it up. And um, The Best of Me, Marvin Sapp. That yeah. song is so it's empowering. So it, who cannot relate to that song? Eric, give us just a little bit. When I'm fooling around me, see the worst in me. <laughs> I wish y'all could see Patrick. Yes, he saw the best in you, Eric. I see the best in you, too. <laughs> He's gonna deliver. 
He always does. Yes, he does. So that is what we have for Hung Music this week. And as always, you guys, check me out on Spotify. You can look me up, Eric Cole. And check out my I Dante playlist. Yes. It is the shit, y'all. Amen. If you not if you haven't twerked or popped your ass to it or You're missing out. What, I mean, what are you doing? Yeah, not like, watching Kingdom Come are too. You doing? They, I have they missing out. Over two hundred and fifty tracks of just great, great rap music and I'm constantly adding constantly adding and um, I haven't said this in a while but you guys can also recommend music um, tweet us at hung up pod mm-hmm. so we will continue the show guys after this brief message bye blessed going in and I'm blessed going out again whatever I'm involved in it shall prosper you need to declare over your life the things that you want to see the Bible says if you shall decree a thing it shall be so and if we call it so on earth, it shall be in heaven. So whatever that thing is that is causing you the most stress or keeping you up at night or causing you problems, you better make some declarations over those things. Okay, Boo Bear, hung up or hanging up? What say you? So this week I am hung up on a barber here in Philly. Once again, talking about Philly. Um, Brennan Jones, and you can find him on his social media at haircut for the number four homeless. Um, he has gotten a lot of attention because he has been giving out a lot of free haircuts here in Philly to the homeless. And, and that in and of itself is really awesome. Um, he actually got some, um, major attention mm. from a young man uh, named Sean Johnson and um, Sean actually just appreciated this young man's uh, drive and what he was doing. And it just so happened that Sean had a shop, <laughs> a brand new shop mm. that he gifted wow. to Brennan Jones. And his shop is set to, um, it's actually called Phenomenon Perfection Hair Studio. It is set to open up Sunday, November 12th. And it is located in, I believe, Olney. It's located, give me a second, at 5925 O'York Road here in Philadelphia. Um, And it is going to open up this Sunday at 3 p.m. So I definitely plan on sliding by and just getting a haircut and just, um, you know, meeting Brendan Jones and, um, hearing from him because I, I think you said that you've even met him before or seen him, met him out working. Yeah. When I worked in center city, I would, you know, be going for lunch and I remember seeing him like two to three times giving haircuts, haircuts out. And I thought that was so dope. I put him on my Snapchat once and was just like, that's so cute. Yeah, that it, it is dope. And, um, you know, needless to say, like the story has really gone viral mm-hmm. um, ever since. And um, just so you know, Sean Johnson is actually the owner of Tapers Barbershop mm-hmm. um, in the Ogon section here in Philly. And so just shout out to really both of these um, black men just, you know, being examples for our community and doing something positive. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, yours is a positive. Mine is kind of a sad negative i am hanging up truly on just the hatred in the world um specifically the hatred towards our lgbt youth Mm. so it came out this past week that a father in nevada um, shot and killed his 14 year old son because he was gay and 
the child's foster mother came out and said that I truly believe that the father killed him because he was gay. This was not an isolated incident. Um, the father had multiple occasions where he would physically, emotionally, mentally abuse his son because of his orientation. One time he caught his son with his son's boyfriend in the house. Um, and it came to this point where she felt that like he would rather have a dead son than a gay son. Mm. Mm. And I don't know that that just rocked me emotionally. Cause I'm just like, we are truly in 2017 and these things still come up and I don't know. I think it hit home a little harder just because I am from a Caribbean background. And while I think I'm quite lucky to have a parent or parents who know me and accept me, Mm -hmm. I know that from a cultural standpoint, that is not, that is not my culture at large. Right. Right. Like in Jamaica, literally they, find it justifiable to like kill your parents are an, an anomaly an anomaly absolutely right? because based on where they're from they find like a lot of people in jamaica find it justifiable to kill people mm. based on their sexual orientation there's a slew of stories where people have been dragged out of their homes and killed in a public forum because they were gay so i just wanted to acknowledge this 14 year old um, I wanted to speak his name, Giovanni Melton. Yes. And I'm not one to be like, you're in a better place. I'm not, you know, Bible truth. But I am one to say that, like, you are more courageous than your cowardice father. And somebody tweeted that it's it's ironic that in killing his son for being gay, he's going to a place where well, get ready to get turned out, sis. When people find out that story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm, mm, I don't know. Mm. To all my LGBT youth I was going to say, and I'm glad that you said his yeah. name because it really gives power to all and he's a beautiful the little young boys man. and all the little girls out there who mm-hmm. are dealing with that um, in, what, you know, in what I do. Um, I interact with a lot of teenagers who come in my office and tell me very similar stories. Mm. You know, I came out to my parents and they don't want to have anything to do with me now. What do I do? And these are kids that are coming from all different backgrounds, black, white, you know, And when we live a sheltered life, we forget that's that's a reality in this day and age. Right? We think that just because our narrative was different, that it's not happening to other people until it makes news like this. And so a 14-year-old boy who literally had his entire life ahead of him to be shot and killed not by a cop, not by a stranger Mm. in the road, not by somebody who rolled up in his place of worship, but literally by somebody in his household. The person that he has one of his first attachments to is tough. Yeah. You know? Um... So again, Giovanni Melton, I speak your name. You are more powerful and more and stronger than your father could ever be. And your legacy will truly live on. And I think to all my LGBT youth who are living, this is why when we had the coming out story, we said, if it is safe to come out, do so. Yeah? Yeah. Um, but at the same time, while protecting your safety, just know that 
from just the two of us here, you are quite loved and supported. And yeah, I feel like a part of the mission, again, where you see the show going. I think our mission here is to help those who cannot help themselves. We need to find ways to really help these LGBT youth. That would only be a, a an honor and a blessing. Yeah. Yeah. To be able to do that. Yeah. So, wow. What a great 25th episode. So. When's going to be let's let's set it now. The, is the next milestone going to be 50? Yeah. Milestone's going to be you're going to get another skit from um Kingdom Come, so be prepared, y'all. And we already know what it's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was another episode you guys of the hung up podcast as yes, always i am p ryan you can find me on instagram and the twitter at i am p r y a m and i'm eric you can find me on instagram and twitter at e dante cole yes you can find us both on instagram and the twitter and on facebook at hung up pod that's h-u-n-g-u-p-p-o-d facebook.com slash hung up pod <laughs> send your emails to hunguppod at gmail.com yes and also comment rate review us on like apple podcast like love us. us love us send us dms on <laughs> apple podcast us. um oh and, and we Google appreciate Play. the people who have thank you shout out to y'all we really we appreciate, appreciate it. you oh you know since this is the 25th let's shout out some of the homies for real for real so yeah, as always you know our sister like podcast remedy pod um, but oh wait, I'm going to our followers right now, and there is one guy in particular, Derwin. Yes, Derwin. Hey, yo, Reggie. He's so on cool, um Twitter and on Instagram. He's don't. such a sweetheart. He goes to NC Central, or he's a NC Central alum, so he graduated. Shout out to you, boo, um, for being a college grad. But he's so cute, so nice. Um, and supports us and said we are his friends in his head. No, nah, <laughs> bitch, we're your friends in real life. Um, so we appreciate just all the support. And, you know, periodically we'll just shout out different people for supporting us. Thanks, Derwin. Yes, for sure. Who yes. else? Um, of course, Antoinette. Oh, Tony Charles, all the y'all. fancy friend. Over y'all, the urban okay. tea. Nakara, the urban tea. And a zealous voice. Taylor. So was Zalia. Yes. <laughs> Black Boy Blitz Pod. Um, Podcasts Z- of Color. Zaika. Yeah. S.E. <laughs> Kennedy. Um, Bait Nation. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Oh, Bait Nation. Um, <laughs> you know I have his number for real. He's such a cutie. We appreciate Thank you. Um, really, really all the love. Who else can I shout out real quick? Um, Jackson Dash C O R. You said you know him. He does a lot of my boo Steve. Listen, shout out to Steve. He's cool. Steve literally quit his job and created a mentorship nonprofit that is budding and doing amazingly. He literally went to Hawaii to continue. His podcast is amazing. I fucking love Steve. He's a Terp alum and he's just so handsome. It's funny that I didn't realize he was a Terp. Until after meeting him in Philly, yeah, I fucking love Steve. He's my brother. Yeah, he's but not awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but Dev 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 but Dev Doe. Oh, Devin. Dev. <laughs> my boo. The duo Cindy and Allison, the mom podcast, the mom and daughter podcast. Um, Thirty and grown. Okay. Yes. Is that it? Yes, I think it is. Yes. 
Um, Jarrell Slade, mm-hmm. my two babies, him and Dev, they have a like Disney singing video where they're literally just, I think they're drunk and singing, but they're just as cute as a button. And Dev's makeup is flawless. Of course, um, Life of a Jet podcast. Mm-hmm. Really, really, y'all. I like y'all. We just love you all, guys. We love you all. And if we Whoever... miss you this time, we won't miss you the next time. Okay. Absolutely. Yes. And shout out to the fine men who are following us on Instagram. I don't know if you follow me or Eric, but I'm single. Eric, are you? I'm, ve- I'm very, very single. single. Okay. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. This was another episode. Love you. Peace. Bye. See y'all next week. Bye. What would you say to Vince right now? I, mean, are you guys, I don't I really know? have anything to say to Vince. Only one thing. Keep his hands off of my child. Stop before he hurts her or kills her. I love Vince, but I don't want him to kill my child. As simple as that. If, Stop. If Tamar decided, you know what, I, I'm going to forgive him, um, would she have your blessing? And, and if he stopped... You know what, I think that, I think that um, if a person really means what they're doing, then they'll go and get help. They'll get counseling, right? Interesting. So maybe he, I needs, think so. Maybe he needs to go I to I think he needs to go and get ca- counseling. I really and truly do before someone gets killed.